Hi, I'm Pearl Lim, your host and producer for the Rebel Curiosities podcast. Except for this episode 20 in season 2 of the podcast, I am not the host, but the guest. Douglas Chiu, professional coach and partner at Everlaunch VC, who was my very first guest for episode 1 in this podcast, has offered to interview me for the perfect close to the season. Boy, the tables have indeed been turned. Since January 2023, I started this podcast as a learning journey to uncover the powers of curiosity and what it means to be a curious rebel in a world where success is, more often than not, defined by a fixed formula, by others' expectations or status quo. And in this conversation, you will get a sense of how Douglish slides wonderfully into a role of part interviewer and part expert coach to dig deeper into my own motivations of why I started Rebel Curiosities. It turns out there is a deeper force to why I do what I do, and it did surprise both me and Douglish as we dissected the emotions uncovered in this conversation. This is the last episode of the season, but my heart is now telling me that this won't be the last. Hope you enjoy this episode, and as always, take care and stay curious. So today we're going to turn the tables. We're going to interview Paul, our wonderful interviewer and host for the Rebel Curiosities. In a bit of role reversal for episode 20, uh, I'm going to interview her instead. This conversation came up, I think, of maybe two or three months ago, where Paul was getting to 20 episodes. She had embarked on this project of the Rebel Curiosities podcast. And I recall you were kind of searching for kind of a synthesis, like, what, what does this go next? And I said, well, why don't we just talk it out? Why don't we just do it live? <laughs> like making sense of what this podcast has meant to you. I think the other was my observation that, wow, like you, in your conversations and interviews, you kind of give so much space to, to kind of let your guest personalities shine through. You ask them such incisive questions and they really kind of help them show up in ways that are so helpful and informative for your guests. But you as a character, in these interviews, you're a little, it's a bit harder to get a sense of who Pearl is. You know, based on the episodes, we can maybe infer Pearl is interested in leadership. Pearl likes people who buck convention. Pearl cares, you know, about people finding their passion and maybe being a little bit disagreeable or even better if they are disagreeable with, with <laughs> uh, norms. So first of all, Douglas, like, thank you so much for your introduction. The tables have indeed been turned. And you summed it up so nicely. Uh, this came from a conversation that we had. And yeah, I was thinking about, you know, what's the next level for Rebel Curiosities? And, you know, thank you for the idea of like turning this around and having this as an interview instead. But uh, what a treat. Like you're my first guest on Rebel Curiosities and yeah. now you're interviewing me. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming full circle. And this is like, I suggested a little bit of a kind of coaching come interview session because you know we usually think of coaching as like to fix a problem right there's a, there's yeah. a problem we're unhappy we're stuck and we get coaching to to get through it but actually yeah. coaching can also be really good for sense making this mm. thing that we've experienced we've gone through something important we've come to kind of a, maybe a point in our project where a lot has happened we've experienced a lot and we want to make sense of it as a yeah. way to figure out what the path forward is I also want to just celebrate, by the way, because I was looking this up. I was looking this up. Apparently, 90% of podcasts don't get to episode three. 
And of、oh. the remaining 10%, 90% don't make it to episode 20. That means reaching episode 20 means you're already one in a hundred. So I just also want to just mark that and celebrate that. <laughs> Yay, thank you. In this conversation, we're going to get, you know, behind like the interviewer. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm most curious. I'm most curious. It's my curiosity. What, what kind of person embarks on this podcast of Rebel Curiosities and like, What, who, tell us, who is Pearl and why did she do this? I started this after tagging out of corporate. And I had, you know, 20 years in corporate. That was kind of like my whole life and identity. And、mm-hmm. suddenly I had the space to explore hmm, what could、mm-hmm. I learn about next? And, and I think、mm-hmm. learning was always a big piece of like my fascination with the world. I remember speaking to you at one time as well when we were talking about the first、mm-hmm. episode. And You know, we, we spoke a little bit about like what is it that grips you? What is kind of like your passion, you know, in life? And I always find that that question is so hard to answer. Like to find、mm. a single one thing that you're passionate about,、yeah. well, at least for me, it's very、yeah. difficult to articulate and pinpoint to. However, like you turn it around and say, well, what am I curious about? It suddenly、uh, opens up kind of like a whole field of things. And then I realized that there's so many things I want to learn and pick up. But from books itself, it's just not enough for me. Like, you know, I, I、mm-hmm. cannot read and, and learn like the、mm-hmm. academic way. So I thought,、mm-hmm. well, maybe talking to people would be the best way to do it.、Mm-hmm. And the podcast came out of that.、Yeah. And like you said, you know, like with a title like Rebel Curiosities, I do like it when people disagree yeah, with some yeah, of like、yeah. the conventional norms and thinking. I'm hearing a few things, right? I think the first interesting thing you're saying is, in some ways, curiosity is like just a lower barrier to entry. Like, it's like people talk about passion. It's like, oh, that's, it's like this all consuming, like one、mm. thing, one purpose that you live your life for. And that can be paralyzing, right? It's like, well, I, I don't、It、know、can. if I feel that way. It can be scary. <laughs> so, like, what's that one、yeah. thing you have to live for? <laughs> okay, yeah, it's commitment <laughs> as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but curiosity is like, well, I could be curious about many things. So there's something. Helpful, enabling. When I think curiosity, I am enabled in a way that made me think about passion doesn't help me. And the other is that the format of talking to people, interviewing, connecting has also been very helpful to you in this particular journey.、Yeah. Can you say a bit about that? Like, you know, why talking to people? Why connecting? Why one on one? What is that? What about、mm. that works for you? It's Interesting to be in this space where actually talking and connecting with people actually gives me a lot more energy than before.、Mm, okay. I think before, you know, a lot of my world identity, mental energies have been absorbed by the work that I do.、Mm. And, and in the work that I do, I think it leaves me no other space to think about other、mm. things, meet other people,、mm. and experience kind of like a different perspective. Now in this space, Like being able to connect one on one or, you know, in a smaller group, talking to people, being able to dig into, you know, my curiosity about them gives me a lot of joy. And, you know, I keep using this word joy. So I'm going to try to break it down, like what exactly it means.、Yes. I, I do get a sense of、um, fascination in learning about people and how they think.、Mm-hmm. And I feel extremely. Appreciative of their views as well. You know, the things that they share often have like thought moments, and you go, I never、mm. thought of that before, you know?、Mm-hmm. And, and 
it's probably in the same line of like learning um, in the sense that I continuously think that yeah. the world is so big out there. Like there's yeah. nothing that, you know, you can stop learning about. Yeah. I think the other piece is connection. You know, yeah. having that space where you're able to just be present and mm-hmm. talk to that person, it's, it's meaningful. It's yeah. fulfilling. It sounds like you have an instinct. Like when you meet someone who meets yeah. who kind of fits this rebel curiosity profile, like yeah. you just get this spidey sense. Yeah. I, I guess so. And it's kind of like leaning into my own curiosities as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually curious about people who are quite, um, you say disagreeable, but I guess they're quite unconventional in the way mm-hmm. they do, do mm-hmm. things, right? That's kind yeah. of like not such a linear process towards yeah. their thinking. Yeah. yeah. And is that how you would describe yourself as well? Do you identify with that as well? Well, I would like to. You know, I, I host Rebel Curiosities and maybe my friends will tell you something different, but I mm. don't really think that I am all that unconventional. Mm. But I do like to um, play devil's advocate every once in a while and like, you know, have that what if questions, like, why don't we do this differently? And I've heard you say this, you know, in, in, over your interviews, like your appreciation for breaking oh, yeah. of convention and, and kind of kind of um charting your own course right charting your own path even if it's different from what other people expect i'm just curious why why is that so magnetic for you why is that so attractive mm. for you having a different worldview and being able to experience different thoughts and perspectives just broadens the world i think to me it represents a life well lived what would it feel like to be conventional? If I said to you, Pearl, mm. you are you are um, condemned to a life of convention, <laughs> only norms and and you know what other people find agreeable. Yeah. How would that make you feel? I think the feeling would be stifled. There's a feeling that well, it's a path well trodden. It's predictable. It's comfortable. Mm, all good things, and like it. At the same time, it does make me feel a little bit stifled. Yeah. Like it makes me feel like what more could be out there? I wouldn't say being stuck as well, but what's the word? Like it's a sense of like maybe obligated. It sounds to me like this question, what more could there be has always been with you. Like even even if you're in the midst of, you know, the years you spend in corporate, like there was always a part of you yeah. that was wondering. Like maybe maybe we can call that curiosity, right? There's a part of you that's always thinking, is there more? Mm-hmm. What yeah. more? I would be greedy for the freedom to kind of like pursue my curiosities. And by freedom, I mean the physical freedom of like, you know, financial freedom. Um, also the independence or the freedom to do what I want. And then also the mental freedom, like, you know, all of us have been brought up in some ways or other to kind of like assume that there's certain things that we have to do and have to mm. you know, perform. And, and yeah. maybe it's the freedom from that as well, mm-hmm. which I guess, you yeah. know, to this point, talking to people, listening to what they do in that space mm. inspires me as well. Whatever they do that breaks conventional norms yeah. is validating to that. Oh, my feelings uh. about this is not. Alone. Ah, okay, that's interesting. That's actually quite interesting because you, you're what I'm hearing is almost as if um, one of the things that these podcasts have helped you do yeah. is build a sense of not being alone. Maybe oh, there, like there are other people who yeah. 
feel the way I do, who confirm this feeling of like, we're all a little bit the same. And so there's something about uh, these podcasts that help you build something that's just bigger than just you. Does that resonate? Yeah, yeah it does feel that way. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe it's a way to validate that, you know, whatever I'm feeling about having to do things differently or wanting to do that, it's celebrating the fact that a lot of other people are like that. Mm. And perhaps when we talk to each other and the more conversations we have, this feeling of like wanting to do things differently is not solo, solo, mm. a small effort, um, but rather different voices around the world that could change yeah. things. Yeah. And to go back to freedom, it's like these conversations have also brought you a sense of freedom, right? I'm yes. hearing that like, wow, like maybe maybe seeing other people free themselves in their own yeah. way has been freeing for you as well. I was just about to say is this voice, this very strong instinct of this like, what's more? What's what, more? What is there? What what else is there? And so there yes. is kind of dissatisfaction, which, you know, we can, is, whether it's a good or bad thing, we don't know. But this dissatisfaction that kind of also maybe the word that comes to mind is a little bit of restlessness. And that restlessness actually feeds into like when there's nothing you can do about that restlessness, mm. a lot of people just accept. Like mm. life is probably meant to be that way. You yeah. know, you feel like there's something different that should be going on. But yeah. since you don't have control about it, let's just like, you uh, know, follow. So, so, so what you're saying is this restlessness can actually feel quite unpleasant. Like it's, it's not an easy feeling. It's not, it's not a pleasant feeling to have. No, and, no. and most people just like, oh, I would rather not even entertain it. Exactly. Ah. Right. And what, because it how is do so you, much it. Yeah. And how do you, so, so how do you sit with it? How do you, what, what, what do you like when, when this restlessness pops up, it's wanting more? So I think when the restlessness happens, yes. a lot of times, like in, in probably the, my early part of career, when I don't get how things are and why, you know, things uh -huh. turn out the way they do, I would say, okay, fine. We'll, we'll just follow that because that's how life is. But as you know, kind of like the years pass by and that nagging voice continues, you kind mm. of like, what's the worst that can happen if you kind of like push it? And I think yeah. that's the question that's kind of like at the back of my mind, like what's the yeah. worst that can happen? Sometimes the worst gets happened. Like, you know, sometimes you get kicked out. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> sometimes you do lose things. Um, but if you look at what's the worst that could happen and you accept it, then then it's fine. And and I think it's it's also about being brave enough to act on that restlessness. Because yes, yes. feeling restless restless is one energy. Acting yes, on yes. it is a much higher yes, energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you I mean, what I'm hearing you say is like this restlessness is uncomfortable. It's unpleasant. People would rather not have it. It's also scary. It's scary. Because, because it's, almost what, what you, it's almost as if you're saying, oh no, what is this going to make me do? If I pay too much attention to this restlessness, I'm probably going to create trouble. I'm probably going to cause conflict. And so most people would rather not touch that with a 10-foot pole. And what I'm hearing yeah. you say is over time you've learned to embrace that or kind of move towards yeah. it. Yeah, like it's scary. It will probably ruffle feathers and people will be unhappy with me, but I'm going to follow it. I'm going to follow that. Yeah. Voice. <laughs> so when, um, bring me to a point where, so I, I, I almost am curious because I, what part of me was like, wow, I really want to hear more of that voice. Because now we've talked about, okay, there, we all know at this point that 
Pearl has a voice in the back of her head that's always wanting more, that's always pushing the boundaries. And I just, you know, maybe we haven't heard as much of that voice in the interview, the interviews that you yeah. have. So yeah. I almost want to invite, invite that voice into our conversation now. And, yeah. and is this the time that. for me to disagree with everything you say? <laughs> sure. <laughs> if that's what the voice is saying, yeah. When, ha- if you kind of think of this voice as, uh, you know, almost like a friend, like it sounds like a really old mm. friend of yours <laughs> that yeah. you've had for a long time. Where does that voice point you? Where has it served you? Like, what, what, what is, if, you, if it can bring us to a time or an instance or a situation where that voice really kind of pointed you in the right mm. direction? I guess it's always guided the things I do and it may not necessarily be like the big decisions, you know, but I think it's about following that voice in mini rebellions, if I could call it. So I was, I remember talking to a colleague once and, and I asked this colleague during lunch, I was like, if there's one thing you can do, Mm. you know, what would it be? And, and that person just answered, wow, like, this is a doctor. And he was like, you know, I think I would just drop everything and just learn everything. Hmm. And I'm hmm. like, what would you learn? And he's like, yeah. I'll learn anything. <laughs> okay. And, and then that made me think, I was like, wow, I've never heard someone talk about that. Because if hmm. I usually ask someone, like, what's that one thing you want to do? They'll go, yes. oh, I want to buy a house. I want to create this. I'll build my own exactly. business. But, you know, like that was, wasn't the most conventional of answers. And that made me think as well, like, so if there's one thing that I wanted to, what would it be? And that question led me, you know, I think six to 12 months later, booking a flight to France and staying Mm -hmm. there for three months, Mm -hmm. just because I want to like, you know, learn the French language. Yeah. And, and I think it was that spirit of like doing that. And then having everyone question me about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember meeting people in France as well, like, you know, over mm-hmm. meals, strangers. And they'll be like, why, why are you here? And I'm like, I'm on a sabbatical doing this. Yeah. And they just tell me, I cannot imagine doing that. So it's kind of little spark of that rebellion. Voice to- has, it sounds like this voice, um, it's like, it's pointing you in certain direction. It's, it's this energy of like wanting more. And I know we started by talking about one thing more. It's like we immediately had this reaction. Yeah. Like, it's not good to one more. I always wonder, like, there is yeah. a little bit of us when we encounter dissatisfaction, yeah. we encounter wanting. There is a part of us that's already, no matter how much we kind of learn about ourselves, or, there's still a little bit of us that's a bit scared of it. So maybe, yeah. maybe it's not. Maybe maybe it's not good to be unsatisfied. Maybe maybe we don't really want it. But what I'm hearing you say is in these moments when you follow this voice, allowing yourself to want something and go after it. I think I want more of the energy of doing something different. I want yeah. more of the energy of creating something. And it's that yeah. spirit of exploration that I yeah. want. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes life and, you know, the people around you don't allow you to be curious. Or you yourself kind of like don't want to be curious because what what mm. answers could you find if you mm, were curious? Mm, mm. You know, you may not like it in the world that we live in today. Yeah. I want it to be applicable to our daily lives. Like, you know, mm. the way we work, the way we live. Yeah. Um, if something is not satisfying to you, like, you know, there's something mm. that's right. And most of the times we just accept it. I'm almost hearing you say, I want everyone to feel this permission to want what they want 
yeah. not feel the stifling effects of other people, you know, telling them what they should And yes. it's so, I want to emphasize this because it's such a powerful and inspiring wish. Because it's almost like I hear you, Pearl, <laughs> saying, I wish everyone would have a taste of that. Yes. Getting and just not caring so much. I think that's the part, not caring. And I don't mm. mean we don't care for each other. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think as humans, yeah. we have to care deeply about each other. Yeah. I think we have to care less about the superficial things. Yes. And this brings me back to freedom, because I know you said financial yes. freedom, creative freedom. I think perhaps, I'm guessing here, the deepest freedom is the freedom from what other people think. It sounds like that freedom or that is the, the kind of final frontier. If one could one could um, fully free oneself from what other people thought, like that would be the ultimate freedom. I think that's the realization. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, do, I do care deeply about that. Yeah. So I think you land on something very important, which is that there's a reason when the restless, yeah. uncomfortable feelings come up, we yeah. don't want to entertain it because... It threatens this very yeah. basic sense of security, yeah. right? If we learn the lesson that security comes from giving up what you want, then being told to or being encouraged to move towards what you want feels very mm. dangerous. Yeah. And, and I think I'll add to that as well. Like security yeah. comes from following what people tell you to do mm, because okay, the danger yes, is when you are no longer on the same side with, no. you know, those people, yeah. right? Those, and then that's yeah. kind of an abstract world, like society. Yeah. And, and let's like, double click there. What what happens? Because you know, maybe some of your listeners are not Singaporeans who don't have that cultural yeah. background or context. What happens to people who want the wrong things? I think growing up in Singapore, security comes from having financial independence. Okay. Because you know, it's not like uh, what's what's that? Like so, in the, the social welfare, or like the social areas? welfare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not that you have a lot of those benefits here in mm. Singapore. So I think growing up, ah. you kind of get a sense of like, you know, you need to provide for yourself, right? Mm. You need to rely on yourself. And mm -hmm. and the way to get a comfortable existence here right in Singapore is, is to follow that path, you I know? Yes. Any deterrent, like oh, yeah. any, yeah. if you stray off that, yeah. or, you know, you want to pursue, you know, something apart from like, mm banking, finance, or legal, yeah, yeah. you know, and you want to do something else like the arts yeah. or comms or whatever, like, you know, what, what else can you do, right? Like huge and then social I guess... costs, like huge social costs. Yeah, yeah. So there's something even more. So it's not even just that you'll be homeless and, you know, without income or yeah. kind of, which is all bad enough, by the way. There's also kind of an emotional and relational component, yeah. you're saying, like, what will other people think? Uh, what will our parents think if we don't want the right things? Like, can you say a little bit more in your own experience, in your own life, what it was like yeah. for you to even risk wanting the wrong things? Yeah. yeah. I think it was a constant um, issue for my parents. Mm. I think, you know, you feel more for them than for me. I guess for, you know, for my parents, they actually just want me to have like a good stable yeah. life. I think that's what we want for our kids, right? Yeah. So there was always this push about, like, if you have to choose a job, choose something stable. I can now imagine when you took a sabbatical and went to France, <laughs> I can imagine what you were told. But how does it feel for you when mm. other people, you know, maybe out of concern, maybe not, 
you know, express to you like that maybe you shouldn't want that. What is that like for you? You know, this is where the kind of like the rebellious streak comes in, right?、Mm, okay. Oftentimes, when people tell me you shouldn't do that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this. I'm very tempted to kind of like explore、yeah. if I could do yeah. it. Yeah, I'm more likely、yeah. to do it. Part of you that just kind of moves against it, like you know, if the more you tell me I can't, the more I want to. Yeah. Yes, a little bit of that, and I have to be very careful here as well because、yeah. you know, it's almost a bias for myself, like、uh-huh. against myself. I think you know this better than anyone. Like kind of like the energy that sometimes this resistance gives you. You know, the resistance can either take away your energy to do、yeah. something. Or、uh, you know, in some cases, for me, it's like it gives me the energy to want、mm, to do something. Like it gives、instead. you the push, it, right? And this is kind of it's. I think in some ways, the spirit of the podcast.、Yeah. It's like I mean, all these other people view the inspiration, and I think by extension, also this this example that you're trying to to provide to your listeners. Like I, I imagine you kind of. Shaking them <laughs> out of their stupor, you know, it's like, hey, like it's okay to want what that thing、yes. you wanted to learn that language, to travel to that place, to whatever、yes. hobby, go do it because you know you are free. That's kind of, I imagine, that's what you're doing. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So you know, when you think about like. Um, you know, in some ways, the the enemy here, or the <laughs> the enemy here, is other people's expectations, other people's thoughts, other people's wants. How do you deal with that in your life? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was like that, you know, all、mm. the time.、Yeah. Um, no, no, I wish I was a lot more disagreeable. I I think the early part of my years, I I deal with it by accepting it. And and that's the curious thing about personalities and characters because sometimes when you accept things, you know, you can be molded into like, all right, I will just be that person you want me to be,、yes. and then you go a little bit of like at some point, like、oh, I don't think I can do this anymore,、mm-hmm. which is why you know, I am inspired by people who look at things differently,、mm-hmm. you know, people、mm-hmm. who dare to ask questions. Often, what stops people from doing that? I think there is that fear of like you know rocking the boat. Or looking silly. <laughs> in some ways, I, I, it's it's, it's going to sound funny, but in some ways, for Pearl, the worst thing is other people's <laughs> opinions. Other people, the way other people, that is so. It really, I mean, in some ways, it's the enemy. You know, it's like the 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 pressure, or the fear, or the worry that is created by again hearing、yeah. what other people think. Other people will find me, you know, with、yeah. a stupid question, or how can you ask it, or. <laughs> That could be the enemy of doing,、mm. of wanting to do things. I was about to say、yeah. doing things differently, but I think it goes back to the want. Yes, you know, a lot of people don't even dare to want it. Yes, yes. And I think you get a sense of what's right to do, what's wrong to do. You、yeah. know, within a culture. Yeah. But as you get older, you realize that the culture doesn't serve everyone. Right. I mean, again, you're bringing us back to the nuance, which is, you know, it's not as if people woke up and decided to be. You know,、yeah. like telling you what you what you should want. I mean, these stories or these rules exist.、Yeah. Like we develop these rules because they keep us safe. Without these rules, because you know they lead to success and security.、Mm-hmm. And also, obviously,、mm-hmm. as a country, we are a country、yeah. of rules because、yeah. they like to tell us that 
you know, there was there were of the million ways that Singapore could have gone, right? Like nine hundred, nine hundred, nine like ninety nine percent of those paths would have led to disaster. But because we were so careful and followed the rules, yes, we stayed safe and not only stayed safe. Right. There's a, these deep yeah. stories about why, mm-hmm. but, but the nuance you're saying is well, not always, or mm. like can we at least discern sometimes yes sometimes no in this case yeah. like, actually there's no reason to follow the rule and it's also that spirit of experimentation mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. and because experimenting with things takes well it takes a certain investment of you know like yourself your resources your energy but i think it also overrides the fear of trying Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people stop themselves at the trying stage. Yeah. So for example, you know, Nogush, for example, like, you know, if one day I say, I want to be a public speaker and that's yeah. my full-time yeah. job, right? But I'm afraid to try because I've mm. never even put myself out there. Yeah. It always just a dream, like a dream yeah. of being like a professional speaker. Yeah. And and the thing is, you have to try. You have to like, yeah. you know, give a talk. You have yeah. to um, speak to someone you don't know. You have to like, you know, holds a toast, yeah. for example. Like, you got to try doing these things. Yeah. And sometimes we get held back by the fear yeah. of what could yes. be. And, and I, I get the sense, I'm guessing, I'm, get, I'm reading between the lines, when other people give up, when other people give in to what other people expect of them, I get the sense that that's really, that really gets under your skin. That really can be very <laughs> frustrating for you. Am I right? Yes, yes. Yes, can I, you say I, more? Yeah, I do get riled up when you know yeah, people yeah. tell me like, "I cannot do this because." Yes. yes. And the worst thing is because that's mm. that's who I am. That's the mm. worst thing. Again, it's almost as if I hear you saying like your that voice in you. That's like, there's mm. more. You can yeah. want more. I, it's like yeah. your your you, that voice is the one that's reaching out to this person. You can want more. You don't have to suffer. Really, what I've learned about you that I didn't know before this conversation is really? how deep, it's how deeply you really care for each and every one of these people that they have what yeah. they want, that you don't yeah. want them to suffer, you don't want them to be stuck. And there is yeah. a real tenderness there. I think you showed us today and through that voice of yours is that yeah. this voice just really wants people to have what they want and mm. to not suffer this feeling mm. of being stuck and constrained by other people. Yeah. And there is a kind of pain there. You know, it's, it's a pain that you live with, that you're familiar with, and that you want to spare other people as well. There's more to this mission of yours to give people permission, anger and insubordination and rebelliousness. I think there's something right. in that. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know? Like... um. Like, if you listen to the podcast, I don't think, you know, rage or anger would be kind of like the yeah. caring emotions through it. Yeah. Personally, what I'm motivated by, like, you know, it's not the anger, like, also to, mm. to do things differently yeah. and prove everyone yeah. wrong. But yeah. but it's that, you know, it's that. Yes, yes. Like, the more we talk about being brave enough to do things yeah. differently from the people who have done things so, yeah. who think differently, you know, that is okay. I, I think yeah. one of the memorable kind of like interviews it's also with this podcaster who mm. who's just been running it like for three mm-hmm. years and she's mm-hmm. doing it while holding down a full-time job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she just does it like every week, right? Mm-hmm. And and 150 episodes later, she's, you know, still at it, turn it into a company now. And 
And it's that sense of like, how do you do it? How do you do this podcasting on top of like full-time job running it mm -hmm. weekly for three years? Mm. And the response is, well, because I want to do it. And it's also diving into the areas where you go like, mm. but I'm sure there are times where you didn't feel like doing it or it's hard mm -hmm. to do it, right? And there'll be times like where she didn't meet the deadlines, you know, like, you know, it doesn't come up to plan, but still like she does it because she wants to. It's it's bravery on her part as well. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to figure it out. And yeah. I wish everyone would have a little bit of that. Like, yeah, I don't know sure. what it is, but let's figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, again, I have to say, what a wonderful aspiration that you have mm -hmm. to, to want to offer people this thing that, mm -hmm. you know, even it's not as if it's not as if you were just born with it and you just always had it because it's what you're what you've told us is that for you you also had your own journey into listening to that voice and 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 taking the risk and facing the fear and mm. now you want to share that with people for other mm. people to have a little bit of a taste of that as well you know we've covered a lot of we've covered a lot of ground <laughs> in this conversation if you kind of piece it all together right like this idea that um you know what really motivates you is helping people access and act on what they want. And in some ways, the yeah. enemy, as we talked about it, is like other people's expectations, which have their own kind of rationale, right? We, there are rules for yeah. a reason, but that can be, I, I, when you talk about it, I feel like the weight of the pressure or the constraint of that. And that's something that you would like to free us all from mm. when you think about that as like the story that you are taking forward what starts to look like episodes 21 to 30 or even beyond the podcast what what are you inspired to pursue like you know mm. you said if my personal mission is no matter what the title the name is yeah. and it's to just help people break free yeah. of you know whatever constraints that they have put on themselves and figure out what they want to do I, to be very honest, I think that's something to think deeper on. Mm. I guess a part of that whole equation is unlocking your own personal curiosity towards that. Yeah. Because I think yeah. if you've just accepted, like, you know, it's not yeah. even challenge, right? It's just yeah. thinking about it. What could actually free you? When we, when we talk about like helping people access what they want and get more of what they want, it's like, it's not even work anymore it's like life right it's mm. like i mean forget yes. marketing or whatever it's yes. like sure we can help people want what they want at work but this is like we're talking mm. something much deeper it's like life like it's like we, how do we get more of what we want in life i think that you're you're right. on you're you're going after something bigger than just curiosity at work because what i'm hearing i just no i, I think that's a great point and uh, you know i just want to say that we, we forget that work is actually mm. part of life, you know, because yeah. all our solutions and whatever we want to do is just improve work because yeah. it's such a big part. But it's life that we should be thinking about, right? The yeah. work that you do is what you want out of life as well. Yeah. Right. Life follows work, right? Like it, mm. depending on what you want, the work can follow from yes. that or not. Or yes. fit, right? um, I'm just curious because we know we, we started with this prompt of episode 20, <laughs> you've had this experience this journey this adventure of a few months uh and a lot has happened um and you were you know as you as we talked about you were seeking some sort of 
synthesis, some sort of crystallization of what's really happened to you and what you've learned. So what would you say, you know, from the beginning of the conversation till now, what, what has struck you the most or what are you taking away with you from this conversation? One, there's a lot more work to be done. Okay. <laughs> Two, there is a sense of, you know, wanting to continue this mm. vein of mm -hmm. work that I do. Yeah. I think the conversation clarified, you know, what was kind of like the motivating philosophy. It's not even like a just, you know, one feeling or one thought, but the yeah. philosophy of like trying to help people free themselves. It sounds really big, isn't it? But it's really all these personal constraints that we have. The central feeling of this wish to get people more of what they want. Just this yeah. real wish. I imagine you going around saying, I, I want you to have what you want. And I want you to have what you want. Right? And, and all your wishes. Yeah, yes, exactly. Like there's a real kind of aspiration here. Um, so allow me one yes. question here. Yes, of like, course. What do you want, Douglas? What do I want? Um, you know, I, as a coach, in some like the, 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 the kind of cop-out answer is like, I, oh, I just want to coach people to get what they want. <laughs> Um, no, I think I think for me, what I want is um, what I've always wanted is to suffer less and to be free from you know, like yeah, to be free from suffering, to be liberated from suffering, and to find true happiness. And to the extent that I can do that for myself, then what I also want is to help others do the same. And I can't, I obviously can't, as you know, can't, you can't make people suffer less. You can't make people happy. But I think perhaps if you have done some of that work yourself, you can show other people the way. But here's the, here's the thought that comes to mind. I think it, it applies to what we just discussed. Sometimes to want to change things, or the people who have the best hope of changing things are the people who have the deepest knowledge and awareness and familiarity with what's painful now mm -hmm. i think and that's kind of what i was what, what we were trying to talk about just now with the caring i think i think the reason you feel so passionately about this and want to do the work and want to free other people is because you above everyone else knows the pain of being stuck who know you know what it's like to be constrained mm -hmm. you know what it's like to be burdened by the expectations of others and that's why you want to free us easy for you to care to access the part of you that cares about your guests about your listeners about mm. whoever like that you really i really do hear you say i wish all these people even the people i don't know i do want everyone to have more of what they want to not feel so constrained and that yeah. is a beautiful wish it comes from this care as we close off, anything that surprised you? I know this conversation was, you know, you were <laughs> unsure. <laughs> we were we were both unsure. Where was it going to go? You know, we, we had no gonna, idea how this was going to go. We're going to turn the tables. We're going to do this weird coaching thing. We're going to coach yes. live. I think we started from, you know, the conversation of why I start Rebel Curiosities, right? Mm. I guess, you know, what kind of like surprises me throughout the process is, uncovering that motivation behind it hmm. because i always thought that i had you know kind of a like hmm. clear reason for starting hmm. it because mm -hmm. i was curious about the people who do yeah. things differently and i still am very driven by yes. that but i think what you kind of 
push towards was, you know, what do you really care about? You know, that space that made you want to do this. Yes. And, you know, it's that area of care. It's that area of like, you know, don't accept. Don't just accept what comes your way and be beaten into submission into like, you know, what life has to offer to yes. you. So, so I guess a part of me is very appreciative of, of kind of yeah. like pulling that out. Yeah. Yeah. There are reasons and then there are reasons. <laughs> Capital R. <laughs> and there are more yeah, reasons. Yeah. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yes. So, so wonderful. I mean, I, I was, I was surprised too. I, I really, I mean, I, I, I know we've worked closely over the last few months and we've talked about yeah. your work uh, in many different conversations, but I was also surprised. I think there is a real um, energy of care and protectiveness, really. It's a kind of, you know, I want to protect other people. I want to kind of defend them even from this yeah. painful experience of other people's expectations. So I think mm -hmm. I... I see you a bit differently now. I trust your listeners do. And I think most importantly that you see yourself in a new light as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Douglas. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, please subscribe or share your comments. And to anyone else who may like listening to this, I'm a curious marketer by day and a rebel at heart for a transforming status quo at all other times. I work closely with Curious Rebels to drive change and radical results in their vision for work. If you'd like to have a chat, drop me a note at pearl at rebelcuriosities.com. Till then, stay curious, take care. Mm -hmm.